Sports presents the Pick 6 Podcast, featuring CBS NFL writers Pete Prisco and Will Brinson, NFL insider Jason Lockenfora, and host Nick Costos. You want NFL talk? We've got NFL talk. From training camp to the Super Bowl and through the NFL draft, our fearsome foursome has you covered. This is the Pick 6 Podcast. Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast. Will Brinson here, Jason Lockenfora. Joining me, Pete Briscoe and Nick Costas will be along shortly. We're firing this up early on Sunday because it's a bloodbath out there for some of these teams in these late games. Specifically, the Los Angeles Chargers, who hung a third-quarter 40-burger on the Buffalo Bills, who started Nate Peterman, who threw five interceptions, Jason, Peterman. In the first half. Peterman, you're fired. You're fucking Peterman. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, first of all, since we are doing this earlier now, I just wanted to get this out of the way now. Metro Park. Metro Park is next. So, yeah, no, no <laughs> yeah, train yeah, 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 the conductor. Today. I was yeah, like, yeah. No train hey, conductor. by the way, well, since we're, since we're doing this early, too, uh, you locked it up with uh, your, um, your lock your or your satanic lock Barely. of the week. Satanic lock of the week moves to three and one. Barely, barely a half point with the Lions. But, yeah, look, this Tyrod Taylor thing, um, you know, look, I was shocked when they did it. Uh, I, You know, I talked to a lot of people there. I got the sense for why they did it. It's very much in their nature to be bold and ballsy and brassy, and that's what McDermott and Bean have been. But this backfired, to use another B word. Uh, and, I mean, to come out in the first half and throw five picks and fumble a snap is pretty impossible. I mean, and, and he was thrown in the dime coverage. He was thrown in the man coverage. He was, I mean, whatever look they gave him, Peterman found a way to throw it to the other team. One obviously was a bad bounce off a of fullback's hands. But to have to go back to Tyrod Taylor and to do so when you're down 37-7 at the half, I mean, I don't know about you. I would have just stuck with the kid at that point. Like, what, might as well let him try to get something positive out of it. I mean, you were willing to put him in at five and four. What the hell is Tyrod Taylor going to do for you in a 40 to seven game? No, I, I agree completely. Like, this is, okay, when you're five and four and you're in the number six spot in the playoffs, and we said last week, and I still believe this, I think Sean McDermott is a good coach who has done a lot of good things this year, but benching his starting quarterback because his team's getting run over, and then going with a fifth round rookie who, you know, on a, on a trip out to the West Coast against a very good Chargers defense in, in, in a weird spot. It just made no sense. And to, then Why to do it then? Yeah, exactly. It made no it, sense. It, by the way, by the way, ta- uh, the Chargers, something. the Chargers just strip sacked, strip uh, sack fumble. <laughs> Tyrod to the house as we're recording this. Unbelievable. 47 to 17 with two minutes left in the, in the, the um, 47 to 10. Yeah, Both 47 of those to 10. Other seven points. They didn't earn it. Hey, all right, look, I, I, I wonder, I mean, the, the problem is torpedo dude, their entire season there. The bills are now very much in crisis mode. I are. mean, yeah, this Would is you, all right, let me, let me ask you this. Abject you failure. And the, defense, the, the defense has been hot garbage for four straight weeks yeah. now. I mean, take, take away what Peterman did. They still gave up 37 points in the first half to an offense that hasn't exactly been the juggernaut. Yep. Um, if you were. Holding a Buffalo Bills under win total ticket at six and a half. What's your feeling like right now? Because that's what their preseason win total was six and a half. They're five. They're, they're going to be five and five after they lose this game. Two games against the Patriots, two games against the Dolphins, one against the Chiefs, and one against the Colts. How many wins do the Bills end up with at the end of the season? I still think they can beat split with the Dolphins at least and beat the Colts. I mean, the Dolphins are garbage too. I yeah. mean, Jake Cutler, three pitch and six completions in the first half, and then they turn to Matt Moore. That's one where go play David Fales. Go play anybody other than the two 34-year-olds you keep running out there every week. Yeah. You know, I don't care that they think the quarterback's not really part of the problem. And I get it. They're smarter than me, and they know way more about offense than I do. But your season is over. Play somebody who has maybe some upside or some shred of being – or maybe David Fales is your backup next year. Jake Cutler's not your starter. And it's pretty. You got to get over the Matt Moore thing. It's it, they're obviously whether they want to bring back Tannehill or whatever, those two won't be back there. I mean, I, I just don't get it. I, I I mean, what are they waiting for? They should make their Nathan Peterman move. Yeah, no, I I don't disagree with you. All right, knowing what we know and with basically the outcome sort of, uh, you know, don't want to say completely secure, but 
but you know, I mean, more than likely, we know we know that we know the Chargers are going to win. I think it's safe to say New England is up. New England's up twenty-seven nothing. They're yeah. going to win right now. So we we know the Raiders are going to fall to four and six. Where where are you handicapping this number six seed in the AFC? The Bills are going to be five and five. The Ravens are now five and five. I, yeah. I don't know if they I don't know if they'll jump them. The I mean, the Raiders will be four and six. The Dolphins are four and six. The Texans are four and six. And the Chargers are going to be four and six. I, I mean, like I, I know I'm a homer here, dude. I, I like. I'm telling you, the caution, California Superchargers <laughs> could still win that division. They could still win that division. I'm telling you. Yeah, the, I, Chiefs, I, the Chiefs are reeling. They can't run the football. They can't do anything anymore. They can't do. They don't have a discernible strength right now, which is crazy because they were five and zero, and everybody was saying they're the best team in football. Like. They could seriously catch the Chiefs. It, it would, not that the Chiefs play murderers, bro, but when you get outclassed by the Giants and Andy Reid team off the bye losing to yeah. that Giants team, you know what that means? That means they're capable of losing to the Jets in a couple of weeks too, and they're capable of losing to anybody. By, by the way, I mean, if, if the Chargers catch the Chiefs, I'm going to find every one of those MF and uh, Chiefs fans in my mentions who's been oh. tweeting our faces at you, me, and Prisco. And just, well, dude, I picked the Chargers to win the division before me too. the season, and yeah, Chiefs obviously. fans were killing me not having a Super Bowl like you. But yeah, yeah I mean, like, uh, it's not out of the question, out of the realm of possibility to me. It 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 really isn't. I know, I, I, I agree. And look, it, it looks like Jacksonville now probably going to get that three seed. So, and here's the other interesting thing too for the for the Chiefs at six and four. They get they get Buffalo. They should be Kareem Hunt should finally have a good game against Buffalo. They get the Jets, but you're, they're right. That's a road game. They could lose that game. Then Oakland, L.A., Miami, and at Denver. I mean, they could go three and three there, and yeah, I mean, finish nine and seven. And if the Chargers, Chargers have to sort of run the table, but yeah, but it, the, the the table for the Chargers is runnable. It's I mean, they're beating Buffalo obviously at Dallas, Cleveland. Washington now banged up and probably yeah. knows their toast at Kansas City. Clearly, have to win that at Jets yeah. and then Oakland at home. I mean, that's a the Chargers can run the table here. Yeah, I mean, look, obviously there's some games they twist away early in the year, like they always do sure. that. And they they really could use right now, but no. no, they're they're not out of it. I mean, Kansas City had a chance to run away today with the Raiders getting smoked, uh, and you know Denver still Denvering. I mean, if Kansas City wins today. Then I'm, I'm, they, I, I would say they put the division away, but this uh, loss yeah, now to me 100%. opens, unlocks a whole bunch of scenarios that might not be favorable for them. Yeah, and I mean, like, yeah, you're not, you're right, and like they're getting in the playoffs, but they might be the sixth seed. Who the hell knows? Or the five seed? So what's the Mahomes? I know I saw Jeff Schwartz, who you know, his brother plays for the Chiefs, and I think that it's, I mean, that's worth, you know, it's not worth nothing. Yeah. Um, he thinks he's like Mahomes. He's like steadfast that Mahomes is not going to play until next year. Any shot that, that Andy Reid panics and pulls the trigger on his rookie quarterback and replaces I, Alex I, Smith. I haven't heard anything remotely to that end. I, I would be stunned if, if they did anything like that. I mean, look, if they go three weeks without scoring an offensive touchdown or something, like, I mean, I, you know, I don't know how bad they rock bottom. And Smith did throw a couple picks today, which is out of character on a day where he, if he's, you know, if he's his normal conservative self, they probably win that game in regulation, twelve to nine or something. But uh, no, I don't see that happening. I don't. I don't see Andy Reid going that route. Um, but what they got to figure some stuff out there quickly. What about the Packers? I know you wrote about this on Sunday night. The Packers this, need to. This is, this is disgraceful to me. I mean, <laughs> you want to call me a Kaepernick homer or whatever. You want to call me a Brian Hoyer homer. You can call me that. But there were options out there, and to just say, and look, I, I'm I'm very deferential to McCarthy. He develops quarterbacks. I, I get what their thinking is, and I gave them the benefit of the doubt at first. But this is now five weeks where this kid is not professional grade by any stretch of the imagination. And to at least to not have brought anybody in there to really push him or to have that other guy who you're getting kind of some snaps on the side, and if this isn't good after two or three weeks and you're still in the thick of it like they had been, then you make that move. Other than a few passes against Chicago, this has been below acceptable level. I mean, he's now played in five games. He's completing 60% of his passes. He's averaging six yards per attempt. He's 
he's averaging 188 passing yards a game, and he has two touchdowns and seven interceptions, and they're one and four in those games. If he just plays Tom Savage-like football, they're probably still above 500, and they've got some path moving forward where because they've been pretty good defensively and because nobody's running away and hiding in the wild card race there, that you could look at it and say, you know what? Late December, Aaron Rodgers may come back with something to play for. But what they did against Baltimore today, he turned, they turned it over three times in the first half, and Baltimore is still only up 6 nothing at the half. Baltimore didn't put it away until the fourth quarter, and that's with the stretch of offense from Green Bay that started, went interception, interception. He throws a pick in the end zone right to Eric Weddle to start the game. The next drive, a horrible ball that was in the air for so long that Eric Weddle, who's a 32-year-old safety, who's not a speed guy, runs 30 yards. They were able to get under it and catch it. Then they fumble on the next possession. Then they go, then they go punt, punt, downs, punt, downs. And there's still only two scores down. But they end up getting blown out because they couldn't do anything offensively whatsoever. I mean, they had one sustained drive. It was the opening drive of the game, and he threw a pick. I mean, he's bad. He does not look any, in any way comfortable out there. He's not comfortable outside of the pocket. He's certainly not comfortable in the pocket. He doesn't run as much as you would think throws a ton of balls away, takes a lot of sacks, and throws a lot of picks. I mean, come on. He's got a QB rating of 63. If they just had a QB rating of 80 out of their quarterback these last five games, they'd probably win at least one or two more. And they're, they're, they're sitting there with, with a little bit of leeway. Yeah, and 11 years to the day since the Packers were last shut out in uh, at Lambeau Field today, they get shut out by the Ravens. They were shut out um, in 2006 when the Patriots beat them 35 nothing in a Week 11 game that saw Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers like came in and broke his foot as a backup quarterback that year, that game. Um, I mean, that tells you the stability of the of the quarterback position in Green Bay, but it, it, it does. It's, it's so puzzling. We've seen one okay game from Brett Hundley, and an okay is I mean, a stretch. I mean, that was against a bad Chicago team. team. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I, they had a chance. To salvage their to salvage their season and look, nobody's going to replace Rodgers, but they could easily still be controlling their own destiny with just a modicum of half decent quarterback play. And it was just sort of that whole like, how dare you bring up anybody's name? You know what I mean? Like, the, yeah. how I scoff at your mere question and suggesting I should bring a quarterback in here. Like, it was so I almost holier than that. Mike McCarthy. Which again, I'm a big fan of his. But they botched this one. I mean, you've got to you, you, two touchdowns and seven interceptions. Come on. Yeah, and look, they they remember. I mean, we've seen oh Tyrod Taylor touchdown. We've seen or very close to a touchdown. We've seen the the Packers roll out a backup before. They did it with Matt Flynn and had a lot of success um, in in replacement time for Aaron Rodgers. It's not working out for Brett Hundley. I mean, at this point though, if you're if you're Green Bay, don't you just play out the string because. It's not oh, like you still like to do anything now. I mean, you get right, somebody. That's what I mean. Now yeah. the, you had to work some people out that week when the guy got hurt and find someone who you think we may need this dude. Like if we still, if, if, if Aaron's got a chance to come back after eight weeks and get us and lead us down the stretch the final three weeks and where anything's possible with him on the field, then we owe it to everybody else to do the most we can possibly do yep. to secure this position in the meantime. And instead, they pretended that nobody else was out there who could ever possibly make sense for them. And Hundley's fine. Just you wait and see. Well, all right. Yeah, and it's not the case. Um, all right, anything else stand out to you from uh, Week 11? I think the Jaguars have a problem. I mean, it's a win, and a win's a win, and it was a road win, and a win ugly is fine. But Blake Bortles was awful, and he generally is awful. And if you can't look good against Cleveland, you know, when they're winless and, and you know Kaiser's going to make even more mistakes than you make, then I really worry about his confidence with that team now having some expectations. And the defense is really good, but the defense isn't good enough that it's going to you know, allow them to just show up and beat the better teams in the league. And, you know, whoever the five and the six seeds are will be pretty bad, and so Jacksonville will probably beat them in the first round. And then they're going to play Pittsburgh or New England. And I know they beat Pittsburgh once already, but they're going to get smoked. And, you know, he's going to have a game where he throws three or four picks in the postseason. Uh, that, that's another one where I think, mismanagement of that position will ultimately end their season sooner than they had to because the defense is better than I thought it was going to be. It's not quite as good as Prisco pretends it is, but it's pretty, it's pretty damn good. Um, you know, and they got to think, you know, 
Kaiser gave him a couple gifts, and they did what they do. But but Blake Bortles, it's I mean he's throwing balls sidearm right at people. Everything's knocked down or batted in the air. It's 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 not going to be close to being good enough. I'd like to yeah. see Tyrod there. I actually think Tyrod there next week would be Excuse me. Um, no, I, I look. I think the thing with the Jaguars too. When you look at we talked about that AFC playoff race. If a team like the Ravens or the Chargers gets that six seed, I mean, either one, like, neither one of those teams, they might not be great. I mean, we, but we both like the Chargers and they could be very good. Um, the Ravens at least have a good defense. Those two teams could go to Jacksonville and do enough damage to Bortles that it flips the field and it doesn't matter what the defense does. So, you know, I almost think that Jacksonville in a weird way would be better off getting the four seed and getting Tennessee to come to play versus what to me will likely be in the sixth spot, either Los, Los Angeles or, um, or uh, Baltimore. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just think the state of Baltimore's offensive line, I mean, I guess Ron yeah. Stanley could be back in a week or two, but I think Jackson, I mean, Jacksonville did wreak havoc on those guys a few weeks back. And I, I think that would probably oh, yeah, that's right. they did. be the yeah. case again. You know, Tennessee, could their tackles at least hold up? I don't like the interior of Tennessee's line. I don't think Tennessee's very good. But, again, somebody's got to be the five and somebody's got to be the six. But I think Luan and Conklin could give them a fighting chance if they don't turn it over. You know, maybe Bortles turns it over more than than Mariota. Um, There's going to be times in games where you have to make plays down the field in the passing game, and he's not going to make them. Whether that's in the first round or the second round, it will come to pass. No, you're right. I agree. At some point, we're going to get to bet against Blake Bortles in the playoffs, and it's going to be beautiful. All right, Jason Lockerfora, thanks, buddy. We'll, uh, hey, we'll my pleasure, man. This week, and um, we'll be back with Nick Costas and Pete Prisco in just a second. Okay. The boys are back in town, so to speak. Pete Prisco, Nick Costas on the other line. What's up, fellas? What's up, buddy? What's going on? Week, Costa, bad, week we, in we... 11, bad week 11, by the way. I can say that there's bad games today. They're not great. The, I will say that the um, the the uh, the final the the four o'clock games looked like they would be better, and they were all blowout. The, the Bengals uh, Broncos game was fine. It yes, was close. Two horrendous but, um, teams. It's like watching two bad, yeah. bad Big Twelve teams play, yeah. go play a sixty yeah. to fifty seven game. But, but then the one o'clock games had a bunch of bad matchups. But we ended up getting um, one overtime game. One uh, game that was there's a there's a lot of action late in those games, so you sort of felt you know sometimes not a whole lot is happening, but the spread is on the line and of course you know it, there was there was a lot of that in the one o'clock games. I thought it would roll over into some fun four o'clock games, and those four o'clock games were just Duds. two good two good teams blasting two bad teams. Let's start with this because and Jason and I talked about this before, so we can keep it brief. But I think it warrants mentioning because the Bills are now five and five, and they started Nathan Peterman, who threw five interceptions in in the second half, and and every we First spent half. all week. The Bills are now out of the playoffs. If if the playoffs started today, the Ravens would be the six the sixth seed. Um, the Browns and Bills, I would say, at this point, have the same exact chance of making the playoffs. At this point, none, zero percent. <laughs> They're done. They can't stop anybody. They've allowed one hundred thirty five points right. in the last three games. Can Forget Nathan Peterman the... or Tyra Taylor play no. linebacker? I mean, they can't stop the run. They're awful. Who I asked Jason this too. All right, we don't need this. I mean, all right. So, but Pete, you go with Tyrod moving forward, right? Like you have to, right? Oh, yeah. I would. I wouldn't. Look, I would not have sat him down. I don't think he's playing that well, by the way. But uh, you can't throw the kid into that. No, you. I mean, you have to at this point. Like you can't go back to Tyrod after this. You have to. They went back to Tyrod the second half. Well, I mean, because you had to save the kid today. But I mean, you you can't put Tyrod back out there like this guy. The coach at Kansas City next week. He just put. Well, he just started him against the Chargers with a better pass rush than than the Chiefs do. A tougher environment for playing at Kansas. City. I mean, I feel like Nathan Peterman, and maybe I'll regret saying this. It's almost impossible, like mathematically impossible, for Nathan Peterman to have ever have a worse game than he did today. So, yeah, I, so, yeah. It, 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 so if 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 Sean McDermott goes, Tyrod Taylor's back in the lineup. What the hell was the point of putting Peterman out? Like, it's basically an indictment on his own decision making. He can't do it. He has to stick with Peterman. He said after the game, he said, "I don't regret." Insane. The decision. I regret the result. Um, like that's it, like saying I, I I don't regret cheating on my wife, but I regret that she found out. He regret <laughs> he regret he regrets the decision. He also said he didn't make a decision for next week. But 
I'm with I'm with Nick. If you went to P, you went to Peterman, you got to stick with him, even though it's the wrong decision. You got to stick with him. That's fine. I mean, look, as somebody who's holding a Bills under under six and a half win total ticket, you got a real shot at that, me. buddy. At this point, you got a real shot at that. Well, you got oh, two in New England. Play, buddy. You got two in New England, so you're not. You might. You know, that's... they still got to play the Patriots twice. Yeah, that there's yeah. two losses. Yeah. yeah. They get the they get the Chiefs, Lost. Colts, and the Colts is on the road. I think. They so, I mean, Indy, Indy, Indy could beat them. Absolutely. Right. Um, the Dolphins twice and the Patriots twice. The yeah. Dolphins. I mean, twice. if, they, if the Dolphins twice. sweep them, it's over. They're, they're winning five or six games. Well, they're um, not going to make the playoffs now. They're done. Yeah, and this, so I asked Jason this too, and I'd be curious what you guys think. I know we talked about it coming into the week, but to me, this this really merits a, a reset um, as we continue to. You know, after, after the week 11 action, when you look at these five and six seeds in the AFC, Tennessee now at six and four looked terrible on Thursday night, but probably going to get in because their schedule is soft. Um, who do you guys like? The Ravens are currently the number six seed in the AFC, having jumped the Bills by virtue of a tiebreaker, which I will explain to you in one second. It is um, conference record four to four and three over three and three. Got Miami at four and six, the Jets at four and six, the Bengals at four and six, the Texans at four and six, the Chargers at four and six, and the Raiders at four and six. Which one of these crappy, crappy football teams is going to nab the sixth seed? I think you know the answer. I think you and I both agree on this. The Ravens. I think it's going to be the Chargers. I do too. What, what's the Chargers' rest of their schedule though? The, char- the Chargers get Dallas on Thanksgiving, so yeah, it's a that's short a week. Must, but- it's a must win. If Tyron sure. Smith doesn't play well, every, that game. I mean, when you're four and six, right. every game okay, is kind of ahead. a must win. Um, but, but, but look, look if, they get, if, if they get Dallas, and we'll see Dallas on Sunday night. We're recording this before that game. But you know, they might get Dallas without Tyron Smith, which would be a huge plus in that short week. Then they get the Browns at home. Win. The, Reds, the Redskins at home. Win. Win. At Kansas City. They always, they always, night, play, they always play them tough there. So, yeah, sure. They could win that. At the Jets. Win. Win. And Oakland at home. Win. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be the team then. They're gonna go nine and seven. Yeah. The uh the Ravens eight and eight are, might be the last wild card. The Ravens have Houston at home next week. Win. That's a November twenty seventh. Is that a that's a Sunday night game? Yeah, they're gonna move right? that. They might move no, they they haven't announced that though. I mean, oh my god. Is that the Monday night game? That oh get, no, no. I'm kind of annoyed that we get the Packers next week on Sunday night. Yeah. Uh then they get Detroit at home. And this is Baltimore. Baltimore, yeah. They, they'll probably lose that game. Yeah, go ahead. At Pittsburgh, lose. At, Cle- yeah, at win. Cleveland, win. Indianapolis at home, win. Cincinnati at home, win. Could go either way. Could go either way. So it's going to be Baltimore, Sandy, or Los Angeles will be the to the. Could the is it? Gross. Yeah, I'll tell you. I, I wouldn't rule out. It's Chargers this, could be a dangerous six seed. The, the, could the Titans end up being like eight and eight? Possibly. Their schedule is really easy though. But, but at like, Indy, they stink though. They could lose. You know what? They never, they never win at Indy. They don't yeah. win at Indy. I don't care Houston, what. Houston at home, probably a win, right? But not guaranteed. At Arizona, at San Francisco, Rams and Jacksonville at home. The Rams game will decide their will decide their <laughs> season. I think. Excuse me. Don't you think Jacksonville's going to win the division? Yeah, yeah point, it's not even close. They're going to waltz. It's not going to be a waltz. They're seven and three, and they have. Indianapolis, Seattle, and Houston at home, at Arizona, at San Francisco, at Tennessee. They're, they're winning the division. The AFC is so bad. Yeah. I, I'll, tell, I'll tell you this. Now, Pete, what do you think about the – what happens if the only bad spot for Jacksonville here – They like, I, I mean, for Jacksonville – Seattle you game, don't right? You don't want to get the – no, no, I mean, you don't want to get that three seed and then host either – host the Chargers. Like, no, 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 but you want that three seed because then you probably avoid New England in the second round if you get there. Well, don't forget, like, Pittsburgh and New England have to play each other. I'm going to go ahead and assume that game's Jacksonville can get the two seed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Jacksonville will get a bye. If they tie if they, and they tie would be the Pittsburgh, worst two seed in the history of the league. They would be the worst yeah. two seed in the history of the league. That's fitting for Jacksonville. But you know what, though? Um, They're damn good on defense. They are. They are. Did you think – did you what did, did you learn anything from Jacksonville and, and Cleveland very quickly, Pete? Uh, their defense is going to keep them in a lot of games, even when they stink. Yeah, that's yeah. a banged up offense too, by the way. They play without two starting offensive linemen today. Uh, they have no receivers. I mean, it's look. I, I think I think is going to be pretty good. I do too. I think he's going to help them. By the way, Jason said earlier that the Jaguars can't win in the playoffs because of Bortles. I don't. Yeah. I, I look. I've I mean, been around this not, league I mean, a long. I mean, he's not wrong. No, but I've been around this league a long time. When defense plays to that level, you can win anywhere. 
Defense travels in the postseason. When the leaves turn brown. I, 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 I'm an offensive guy, so I hate to admit that. And I've, I fought it a lot in the, over the years. But look at the Giants when they play the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Look at Baltimore when they go up there with their defense. I mean, defense wins in the postseason. It does. You have to be able to rush sure. the, rushing the passer wins in the postseason, I should say. You do, you need it, but yeah, you need to be able to rush the passer, but you have to, they're going to have to get the, keep their, Fournette's going to have to be healthy. They're going to have to some, some kind of ground game and, and mitigate what because Bortles just can't give the ball away. And he's, right. he's bad about right. that. Right. Um, <laughs> that is one, that is his bugaboo. Correct. But he didn't, he didn't give yeah. the ball away today. He doesn't do many things well, but he sure as hell can give the ball. He does give the I ball. I mean, away. yes, if we're talking about the things Blake Bortles does best, A, lose his hair, B, turn the ball over in order. Um, the game that, that, that to me really stands out more than anything is sort of a season shifter because I think it kills the Redskins are toast. Done. And the Saints are in the driver's seat probably for that, you know, they're, they're in the driver's seat for the division at eight and two. Carolina's seven and three, a game behind them. They play each other again. Um, but New Orleans, Minnesota and Philly all right there at the top for those seeds. Incredible comeback. And it, to, to me, the, the thing that really that I take away from that win is hello, Drew Brees. Welcome back. And Pete, I know this is something you know, we just did a video for dot com talking about this. Pete's been saying it all year. They've been getting it done with a run game and a defense this season. Right. They haven't really had to dust off their Hall of Fame quarterback to win a game. They had to today, and when it mattered most, Drew Brees delivered. And and you know what? Having a great defense is fantastic. I said this on our our on our just on our video. You said but it seven minutes ago with, with the, yeah. two minutes ago with the Jaguars. No, having a great defense is wonderful. Having a running game is wonderful, but having a Hall of Fame quarterback who can do it in crunch time trumps both of them. Okay, and Drew For Brees. Sure. Showed today that he can still get it done. There were times during the game today where Nick, you were screaming out, Drew Brees is done. He can't well, do it anymore. Well, I mean, we do that more. I said it more of a joke than right. anything else. I don't Sarc- actually think Drew Brees right. is done, but, but he, he looked, bounced he past struggled. Drew Brees is done. He struggled yeah. today early in that he game. He did. He did. And, and then, then when it came it time to go, he went. Can I, can I hit you with something, guys, with something? And I was thinking this because, like, I sure. think we can agree, right? Redskins season's over, right? The Redskins They're are not making If they were in the AFC, maybe you could make a case, not in the NFC. No, in the AFC, they'd be in that same group. Yep. With the Chargers, but they're in the NFC at four and six, and they got a leapfrog Dallas, and they have Philadelphia that, that already has a two-game lead on them. Was today the beginning of the end for Kirk Cousins as the Redskins starting quarterback? They got to bring him back. What are they going to do? I mean, they haven't signed him to a long-term deal the last two years. What makes you think it's going to happen this year? Because they'll find a way. They can't. They'll pay him. They have to. I think. I think what they're going to do this offseason is transition tag him, and then worst case is total worst case is you lose him and you get two first-round picks. Maybe that's best case. Okay, and, where I mean, does he go? So okay, let's I mean, just say he's not going to San Francisco now. Right. He's not well, going I'm to, saying there's two options. Remember there was if, a, if the talk about the Rams? Maybe they're not going to get rid of Jared Goff for no, him. That would be so we're talking about Jacksonville? Jacksonville. You know what? Before yeah, the season, we talked about the Rams. Right. Yeah. yeah. Jared Goff's better than Kirk Cousins. Correct. I don't yeah. know if that's well, true. I said, no, I don't know if it's true. I don't know if that's true. The, I, mean, I like Kirk Cousins more than most, though. Okay. Kirk Cousins is like 29. I mean, Jared Goff, you would – if you were building a franchise right now, it's not close. Yeah, you would that take you would off. Take you would take off because he's younger. Yeah. Okay, so where where could you keep? Talk, everybody keeps talking about Kirk Cousins going somewhere. Where does he end up? That Jacksonville's a decent choice, right? Where else? I have to think about it. Buffalo. Um, I, no, but they're taking a the quarterback in right. the draft. Arizona. That wouldn't be bad. Arizona's going to need a quarterback for sure. Well, Pal- know, what if Palmer comes back? They're not. They're going to let him. Play. Palmer's done. He's not done. He's he done. Play. Dun done. What about the Giants? The Giants are not signing Kirk Cousins. They're gonna have Eli next year. Everything, draft everything being equal, Eli Manning's still a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. No, no, he is not. Yes, not, he is. not in the year 2017. He's yes, not. He is. He's not. What about, what about this I'm, idea? I'm a Giants fan. He's not. Yes, he is. It's you fire good. Vance Joseph. No, they John Elway is prom- demoted to head coach. <laughs> he hires Gary Kubiak as his coordinator, and they sign Kirk Cousins. Now that there's a team that could make sense. The Broncos. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. Because I don't think Osweiler is obviously not the answer. Simeon's not the answer, and who knows what the hell you've got. They got to play Paxton Lynch. Lynch the rest of the way and find out. <laughs> what maybe, about maybe what the about Chargers? The, uh, the Dolphins. Yeah, well, well, they seem set on Tannehill. Well, yeah. they're going to bring competition in for Tannehill in any event. They yeah. can't just can Tannehill right. the keys to the, the right. castle again. Right. Yeah. Uh, at, at any rate, no, I don't think her cousins is done. But I think that if he hit the open market as a, uh, he'd be an attractive commodity capable of finding. Many suitors. And, and, you know, well, speaking of hitting the open market, I was so, so happy when I found out that our friends at eHarmony.com were hopping on um, uh, to sponsor us because 
I have used this product in the past. You know, everyone on this podcast, with the exception of yours truly, is married. Now, I used eHarmony a number of years ago when I lived in New York and actually got a serious girlfriend from it. And here's the eHarmony difference. And, and this is, this is serious because I've used a couple different dating sites. I have no shame. Don't care about admitting it because why the hell not? I mean, you want to cast as wide a net as possible. And this is the thing, right? It's almost Thanksgiving. Like, we're in the holiday season now. Like, you want to be with someone around the holidays. And, and you're single. You, listen, it's the truth, right? Everybody wants that. Here's the difference with eHarmony is it actually matches you up personality-wise with a potential mate. So, like, yes, you can see their pictures and whatnot, but you have to take these personality tests. So you take the compatibility test, and it gives you the people that you're most compatible with. So it's not just someone that you see and you're physically attracted to. Because, look, we all know physical attraction is great, but if you want to build a meaningful connection with someone, you need more than that. And eHarmony gives that to you. The app is, is awesome. The app is super easy to use. You don't want to use it on your desktop. You just fire up the app. And, again, I cannot recommend it enough, the compatibility test that you get that will match you with someone that you are looking for. It's not just the physical. eHarmony gets you covered from all angles. So stop waiting. Start your journey to a satisfying, meaningful relationship. I had one for a number of years thanks to eHarmony.com. It can be fun to play around with online dating apps, and believe me, I do. But when you're ready to fall in love with someone and have a real, meaningful relationship, there's one app, only one app that's built to bring you real love, and it's eHarmony. Come see how eHarmony can change your life. All you got to do to get started is go to eHarmony.com and enter our code PICK. At check at checkout, that's pick p i c k at checkout eharmony.com. Make it happen. Get some love in your life in time for the holidays. I made up that last tagline. That wasn't theirs. I made it up. Get some love in your life. Is that the tagline? I mean, it, I, th- I thought it was pretty good. If they want to take, if they, like they want to take it on life. the house, you know, that's all yours, eHarmony. I like, I like how um, it's like you know, you like you know, like like you don't like you don't have a, a an immediate you know fam like you have family obviously, but you yes. don't have like a wife and a kid and a you know, dog or whatever. She's so like, it's the holidays. I'm trying to spend time with somebody. I'm like, you know what? I'm trying to spend time in my office with some bourbon and some football. And I'm a huge online dating proponent, so I'm, I'm all for it. And I think everyone yeah, should sure. go check. If you're single, there's no reason to not check it out. You know, you just want to cast as wide a net as possible for yourself. Catch as many fish as you can. eHarmony is going to help you do that. Enter promo code PICK at checkout. You might catch the big fish. You might catch the big fish. Maybe you, like her cousins, will get paid. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't, I think, I think Pete's right there. I don't, I don't see, I don't see cousins going anywhere. The Giants are a big, much bigger concern than the Redskins, though, even with the, um, even with the Redskins season likely ending, the, the Giants put a little pep in their step, I guess. What the by, hell was that? Uh, I can't say. Uh, hey, some of us called that game. I and well, you. to be fair, Pete did say on the show today that he thought the Giants were going to win. You know, Nick, we were put in a weird position because we sort of – we said it on the podcast we last week. To. We should have taken the Giants against the spread. What were we thinking? Well, we can't because our shtick is Andy, Andy Reid off, off the bye. The bye. Okay, wait. Can, why can't we do this in, in, in stereo? Why can't we – That's the again? reason they lost, by the way. It's because we, we didn't do lost it. our mojo. We didn't do the Andy Reid off the bye. Andy Reid thought Andy he was Reed. still on the bye, I think. Yeah. No. What the hell was the play? Why is he having Travis Kelsey throw a What the hell was going And Alex Smith was atrocious in this game. And I'm going to come out and say it. This team started 5-0. and They've lost 4-5 right now. You got Super Bowl aspirations. Pull Alex Smith and play the kid Pat Mahomes. I said it. There. Pete? I'd consider it. I would consider it. My problem is I think people have figured out the gimmicks. And they don't mm-hmm. know how to play real offense. They're not good enough to play real offense. All the shovel, you saw the one to pick was on a shovel pass to Kelsey inside shovel pass. Nick mentioned the pass he throw Kelsey through. But they should be good enough. Like they have the horses to be a good offense in the national football. They should be. And and they should be running Kareem Hunt inside the tackles and just go. I I agree with you. But they clearly don't trust their quarterback, which is why maybe you're right. They need to make the change. I noted Jason, I talked briefly about this game too. And I pointed out that, um, Jeff Schwartz, who, you know, is, his brother, brother plays right tackle, Mitchell Schwartz, yeah. Yeah, brother plays there. Uh, Jason added earlier in the show that he hasn't heard anything coming out of Kansas City that they will consider Mahomes. It's nuts, though. Like, if, if Alex Smith has to throw 40 times in a game, you're not winning. And, you know, he was a – Pete, you and I both picked him as the midseason MVP after week eight. The Chiefs were 5-0 and or 6-0 and or whatever it was and rolling through the schedule. And now – you can viably ask if they are going to win the division. They probably will. 
but they're just two games up on the Chargers and Raiders. I mean, you know, they're not rolling away with the division. They got to play those teams down the road. And they're not good on defense. They're 30, they I mean, they stink they, on defense. They're 30th on defense. I mean, they're not good enough. They're not a good, they're not a good enough team right now. They're probably, you know, unless the Chargers get, truly get rolling, I think they'll still win the division, but they're not good enough. Right and they will get housed by what's either their, the Patriots or the Steelers. What's their schedule like? Chiefs? Doesn't that game when they went to New England and won seem like like a couple years ago? Like like yeah. a, years, teams. plural years ago. I also I also told Jason Pete if if the Chiefs keep so the Chiefs have Buffalo at home next week. Win. Oh, they're going to win the division. It's at an easy Jets. schedule. Win. Ooh, Oakland maybe at not. home. Win. Chargers at home. Win. Miami at home. Win. Jeez. Win. At Denver. They could win. win. They could go. They, 12, they could yeah. go twelve and four. Right. They're going to win. They're going to win. <laughs> In which case, you probably shouldn't bench the quarterback. But the right. point is, is that like they are not going into Foxborough or into Pittsburgh or welcoming Pittsburgh or New England into Arrowhead and winning no, with Alex Smith. I, mean, I mean, we say they're going to win those games, and those are very winnable games. But I mean, they just lost to the Giants off the bye. Like, right. I mean, like I mean, like you can't ask for an easier setup than. The dead in the water Giants who quits, coming back like on their team last, their coach last week. Yeah, for, and, and, and like the Giants are coming back from a West Coast trip, quit entirely, and you've got Andy Reid game playing. I mean, maybe it's a look ahead game, but what you, like what are you looking at? Are you looking ahead to the Bills next week? No, and it's not, and it's not like they won an ugly game. They lost, like they lost to the Giants. Like yeah. they didn't, they didn't yeah. go to overtime and win nine to six. They lost. Right. Yeah. It's a bad loss. Look, again, they're six and four. They're in a bad AFC. It's hard to imagine. It's hard to imagine the Chargers walking them down. No, Chiefs um, will still win the division. They're up by two games. They they already beat them in in L.A. Yeah, but they can get one back on them though. They could, but I mean, I think I think the likely scenario is that KC wins the AFC West. But if, if the, you're char- one of the, teams if the, the Chargers playoffs- run the table, and that and it's not likely, but both both of those teams have, have good schedules. Have What's that? Crazier things have happened. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, the Chargers, the Chargers, so I think I heard it on like, um, Simmons podcast last week or something. Bill Simmons podcast for the ringer. He pointed out they're doing a thing where they were going to like, like take every team in the NFL and guess what their record would be with Bill, if Bill Belichick coached them. Like, the Chargers would be like eight and one. I mean, you know, yeah, they, so how many games have they played? Ten? They would probably be seven and three. But, or they mean, no, it'd be nine. Yeah, it'd be nine and one now. They played 10 games, nine and one. Their only losses to Bill Belichick in New England. <laughs> yes. This is um, but, about right. but if you're a team in the postseason, you'd rather play Kansas City than, than Los Angeles, correct? Yeah. yeah. I, it depends on how I'd rather play Kansas City than Jacksonville. Yeah. I think you'd rather play Kansas City than Jacksonville. Yeah. I think you're right. Jacksonville's better. If Jacksonville let's say, let's is say you're, better. Let's say, let's say wow. you're the Tennessee Titans. You would much rather play Kansas City. You run it down their throats. Tennessee right. beat yeah, them last year. Run the year. ball down, Casey. You can't like. I mean, you're not going to run on. Good luck running on Jacksonville. And I mean, I don't. Yeah, no doubt about it. You'd rather play Kansas City. And I don't know. They just don't. You know, maybe the, maybe we'll look back on this as sort of just a, a weird midseason blip. Um, but it's it's hard to put the Chiefs. Anywhere near the like. All right, if you were slotting the Chiefs in the NFC, stop me when you would slot them. I'm going to read down teams. You stop me when you would slot them in terms of power ranking them in the NFC. Okay. Philadelphia. Better. No, no, no just don't. If, just, just yell. Just yell. Just yell when you're ready to plop them in. Okay. Philly, Minnesota, New Orleans, Los Angeles Rams. Probably there. Okay. No. Carolina Panthers. No, they're not better than Carolina. Seattle Seahawks. They're not better than Seattle. Detroit Lions? Yes. Mm, yes. Maybe. Well, and, and here's my point. Like, I don't know how much I try. I think that was more because I, I think I like Carolina more than the Rams at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I do, too, actually. No, but I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't blame you for the way that you did that, though, because the Rams are in first in their division and Carolina is in second. What about keep going? What about Atlanta? What about Dallas? Atlanta, Dallas. No. Not without Zeke and Tyron Smith, you can't say you'd rather take Dallas over Kansas City. I, I, I think I think that Kansas Tyron City Smith would be on the outside looking forever. in right now if they played the NFC. I, I agree. They're not good enough. I think I, they'd be a seven. They'd be in that seven, eight, nine range. They're better than Green Bay. They're what better do they than do well? I, I got. I was disappointed in the Rams today. Yeah, that was a close game until Cooper Cup fumbled on the wall. he's going in to put them up. What fourteen seven? Yeah, but right? they didn't show up in the second half at all. No, but but but, but also it, it's a seven seven game. Third down. Cup 
is wide open and drops a pass on third down, goes right through his hands, that would put them like inside the 15, and then Minnesota goes and scores and a touchdown. And then they went in at halftime, it was tied, And look, right? and Cooper Cup's had a nice rookie year, but then you take that play, the fumble at the one to put them up 14-7 potentially, and you, and you take that with the game that they, when they hosted the Seahawks, and he dropped the pass down 16-10 right. in the final moments that would have won the game 17-16. I mean, I, I, I don't and look, know. If you're a really and, and, and good then they team, folded after that. Right. So look, if you're, you're not really wrong good, about it. If you're a really yeah. good team, you don't fold like that in the second half. They did nothing in the second half. I just don't know about the Rams. And look, it's been a great season no matter what happens they've overachieved, but I don't know if I buy the Rams as being on the level of the Saints, the Eagles, Minnesota. Clearly not Minnesota after what we saw today. Here's the thing I think that you have to worry about when it comes to the Rams, and this is not a knock on Sean McVay or Jared Goff, but I think that the way that – um the way that that offense works, you know, you flow through Todd Gurley and then the the design is to get easy open reads against by using schematic mismatches, mismatches, right? The problem is when you run up against a defense like the Panthers or a defense like the Vikings or maybe a defense like the Eagles or a defense maybe like the Saints, you're going to be, you know, you've got to win the one-on-one matchups. And I don't know that, that Los Angeles does that as much on offense, right? And, the problem is those four teams I just read off are the other four playoff teams, not including Seattle, who's now banged up on defense, but still very dangerous in that aspect. So if the Rams, they're going to get to the playoffs. I mean, that would be a, a stunner if they didn't get to the playoffs at this point. But I, you know, I, we're going to learn a lot about them these next few weeks because they now have New Orleans at home, at Arizona, Philly at home, and then at Seattle before wow. they close at Tennessee and San Francisco. I mean, it wouldn't be, be stunning if they finished nine and seven. Here. They could be seven and seven, Will, after this four games. I don't think they will, but sure. they they could be. Yeah, or they could be eight and eight and six. The league's insane, yeah. man. It's crazy. The league's insane. Yeah, and this is a and, time and when you're supposed to be getting good, not going in the opposite direction. Now, on the other hand, the good news for them is that Seattle has Atlanta at home on Monday night at San Francisco. Philly at home, at Jacksonville, and then they get the Rams again, and then they close at Dallas and Arizona. I mean, that's with their defense. It's gonna be it's gonna be really tough. Seattle's in trouble. And by the way, Zeke's back for that game in Week 16 against Seattle for the Cowboys. Yeah, Seattle's in trouble. Only one of those NFC West teams. is Hey, look, get you it. can't take a star corner, a big hitting safety, and an elite pass rusher like Cliff Aver off a defense expected to be the same unit. It just no, can't of be. course not. And let's not forget that like Earl. I think Earl Thomas is supposed to play on Monday night. Well, he's dinged. But, yeah, how for how long? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it, they got problems. They got major problems. Um, who on the outside looking in could you see stealing a spot in the NFC? Detroit. Detroit is, is Matthew Stafford's a magician. They just keep finding ways to win. And I get that it wasn't pretty. Uh, they, they locked it up. Jason locking four with the, uh, the, the satanic lock of the week. I had the Lions in my, my best bets. Currently four and oh, uh, pending a Philly, uh, outcome on the Sunday night game. But Detroit finds a way to win in Chicago, wins by three. Are they a playoff contender? Absolutely. Yes. Because they have Stafford. Yeah. He makes them a playoff contender. He's like, and I'm going to measure the way that I say this here. I'm not going to measure it, but you guys hopefully understand what I'm saying. He's like Brady in some ways. Like He's like Tom Brady. Because it's like no matter what else goes on with this team, the defense could be struggling. Like the run game's not there. And he's good enough that he cures all their ails and that he masks all their all their shortcomings. And at the end of the game, somehow, they're always in it, and they've always got a chance to win because he's so freaking good. I said it today on our show, and I'll say it again here. Eagles be who, be who you are. And they always want to sit back and say, we want to run the ball, we want to do this, we want to get the round game. Look, you're only going as far as Matt Stafford takes you. Period. End of story. So let him be the gunslinger that he is. Chuck it around. He's going to make some mistakes, but he's also going to be damn good in crunch time and pull out some games. Let him play. And you saw that today. He got through for what? Two touchdowns and three, almost 300 yards today. The Eagles, by the way, got in the goal line and decided to give the ball to Kenyon Barner. Which helps approximately 0% of fantasy teams. But the Eagles about to take a 7-3 lead. Yeah. The Eagles are a very good team. Yeah, look, the, the Lions are an interesting team to me because they don't, I don't know how, I mean, like, I don't know how they're doing it. They, you know, they've gotten better since they lost Megatron on offense. Stafford has really just evolved into, it, it seems like they're pass protecting well for him and he's just making smart decisions. I mean, he's, he's just good. A, it's, you know, I've been saying for years he's underrated. I, I he's would, good. I would say that he's, it's almost criminal the degree that he's underrated. Correct. Cause no one ever, like, like people, and we talked about this, Pete, a little bit, um, in the green room. 
and maybe we could talk a little about the Patriots here because like it's insane what the Patriots have done. Like all of a sudden, like their defense is really good again. Um, it's not insane because it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be surprising. It's Belichick, but with all the talk that guys like Derek Carr get and the hype that Derek Carr gets. You would take Matthew Stafford over Derek Carr a hundred yes, times out of a hundred. Yes. Dude, people flipped out. People were like are saying he they shouldn't have given him the contract. The Stafford contract? Yeah. yeah that's, ridiculous. People said wild. That. that's ridiculous. Wild. And, and, he's, and if he plays well in this one, he's probably going to end up getting another one. He's going to be the richest player that's ever played ever, in the National Football League. Because he got the first one. He got the first, the rookie, the rookie yeah. contract. Yeah, the, the really big one. Um, um, and I want to no, give some I, credit to Jared Davis. If I may, the Lions sure. rookie linebacker. Cause I remember watching the week two Monday night game against the Giants and thinking like, wow, like this kid's like a 10 year vet and it's the second NFL game. He's the leader of that defense. He's the emotional leader of that defense. And I just think he's been an absolute stud this year. Not great against the pass. And once he learns how to read his keys and stuff, he's going to be a dynamic playmaker and be around for a long time. They got, look, they're, they're, they're a legit, legitimate playoff contender. And the Falcons are lurking too. Falcons went on the Monday Falcons night. Falcons went on Monday four. night. Their schedule get, don't they got three straight home games? If I'm not mistaken, well, they just had three straight on the road, so it would seem to dictate. The Falcons that play at Seattle Monday night. Then they get Tampa, Minnesota, New Orleans at home. Wow, then at schedule. Tampa, at New Orleans, and then Carolina. Um, you noticed that basically after the Seattle game, they only lead the division once, and that's for a home game against Minnesota. Um, you're never traveling further than. New Orleans. This is no, going to no, be a yeah, fun I mean, stretch Tampa. Season, I mean, like, man. This is going to be fun. A lot of good games down the stretch. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a that's a that's a friendly schedule for the Falcons coming. I mean, how many of them it's are not home friendly? Because you got to play the, the the Saints twice and the and the Panthers. But you want those games because it means you can make up you can make up ground in the division. And Carolina's you know? at home, and they got right, and then and yep. if they they got to win tomorrow, if they win tomorrow, I think that gets them rolling a little bit. I think they'll end up being a playoff team. You could have two wild cards from the NFC South. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, it, there's almost no, no question there's going to be two teams from the NFC South in the playoffs. Three teams entirely possible. Um, but then it comes back to is if Detroit, it'll probably come down to Detroit or the, the last team in, in the Falcons. You know what it's going to come down to? That, uh, the, 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 the play at the end of the Lions Falcons game. The Marvin, yeah, the Golden Tate play in week three with Falcons one by four. It might. Oh my God. That would be insane. I would be so, uh, cause if, 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 if Atlanta and Detroit in a two way tie, it automatically goes to head to head. Um, if there are three teams tied at like nine and seven for that final spot, that wouldn't be in play. Conference um, record then at that point. Yeah. Right? Fortunately. Um, what? I got one other thing. Yeah. Fire away. And, and I think that this is it unless anyone has anything else. Um, uh, so Patriots, well, I, it's not Patriots. Look, I'll just say this about the Patriots. Like it's, you know, we had talked about maybe the Steelers are better. Maybe Kansas City's better. And look, maybe Pittsburgh will turn out to be better. And I said at the <laughs> beginning of the year, I thought the Steelers were the one team that I thought could really challenge them at this point. Like if they, I put a gun to your head and I said, pick the Super Bowl winner or I pulled the trigger, Patriots. you ha- you take the Patriots. Of course. It's just insane to me that like it's two Brady's 40 and we're still talking about them like this. But in this game, it's not so much the Patriots to me that are interesting. It's how bad the Raiders are. And it's mm-hmm. it, and to me, it's not necessarily, and it is an indictment on the players. I just think this coaching staff is totally outmatched. Like you, Jack Del Rio has no, ch- and Ken Norton have no chance against Belichick and Josh McDaniels. And Todd Downing has t- he took this offense that was really good last year. They are a tr- like this is a bad football team. They should have kept Bill Musgrave as the offensive coordinator. Why would you get rid of your offensive coordinator? His contract is up, was up, but why would you get rid of him and not bring him back when your offense was explosive? Well, it made no sense to bring in a guy that it wasn't a play caller. It just it made no sense to me at all. They should have got rid of Ken Norton. His defense is atrocious. And I feel bad for Raiders fans because after last year, you know, all fired up, then Carr gets hurt, you lose in the first round to Houston, and then everyone's all excited about this year. And now you're four and six. But you know what? And they're you, still in it technically, but this is not a play. If you team. really went inside the numbers from a year ago, they were kind of one of those overachieving teams. Kind of. They yeah. were tremendously overachieving. Yeah. They were the luckiest team on the planet. Well, then with right. week one, the two point conversion against the Saints. <clears throat> like, if that doesn't hit, like, there's no way. Obviously, they don't go 12 and four because they lose a, 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 one more game. But I mean, that could have derailed their whole season just on that one play. But remember, the old perception was that they could, they were the one team that could go to New England and win last year? No. They weren't they winning. Not, 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 not a, a fr- chance. Not a freaking chance. Not a chance. The only teams that can beat win at New England are teams that can impact the quarterback and guys that can hit them. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I don't think any team can go into New England and win in January. None. No, I, I don't either. Like Kansas well, City did well, it. Well, you see, how many times have the Steelers tried to go do it and never done it? They don't go there and win. No, you don't. You, can't you know, last year, do you know what the Raiders' record? And, and you guys buy into the idea that 
Look, I mean, football games are tough to win. They're often one-score games. Um, but the ball does funny things when it hits the ground, and so you, you got to factor luck into it. Do you know what their record in one-score games was last year? Um, I mean, it had to have been. How many did they play in? Nine. Eight and one. That is correct. I mean, that's insane. Like, you got so lucky so many hey, times. Baltimore has gone to uh, New England and won before. Cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to be, you got to be able to hit them. Yeah, but not, but not, but that was also like a different Joe Flacco, and they had right. they, they could run the run the ball but with they Ray Rice hit and Bernard they Pearson hit company. You got to hit them. I think if if New England's going to get dethroned, then Pittsburgh has to win that head to head matchup. Hundred percent in the regular season. And it's got to go. They New have England. to get home field advantage, right. and they can do that. You know, it's a game at home. Um, they're going to be coming off a. Of, you know, it's not a not an easy stretch here. Look, they got lucky because they're going to get Green Bay without Rodgers. Then at Cincinnati, if you're Pittsburgh, then you get Baltimore at home before you, you face New England games. at home. So you're going to you know tough matchup. Both uh, will be eleven and two. What are their last two games? At Houston and then Cleveland. They should. They, not gonna, they might run the table. They should go for. They should go at worst twelve and four. Right. At worst. They'll, they'll drop one of those games. That's what Pittsburgh does. And probably New England. They're going to drop no, a game in New England. In New England. New England will beat them. Okay, and New England beats them, and they're going to drop another game to one of those teams. Yeah, I could see them. I could see them. I, I mean, I, I said I they're going no worse than twelve and four. You make it like that, that's bad. I yeah, but I don't see them losing. I think they might end up. With New them. England's schedule is a Jimmy joke. Well, I mean, they play in the eighth. It's like a Buffalo. No, 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 but no, no. They have they have five AFC East games left. And what's their record now? Eight, eight and two. They're eight and two. So they have thirteen and two. And so, it's, so it's Pittsburgh and five. They're going thirteen. And yeah, three so I'm saying like Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has one shot to get home field advantage, and it's beating New England heads up because New England's going to win. I mean, maybe New England and, and and the late the two late games. You know, they always like go and crap the bed, in Miami, and like in the like week seventeen or whatever. They get Buffalo and the Jets at home in week sixteen and seventeen. Oh, that's those are those are a lot. Well, yeah, well, but, what about get Brian Hoyer in week seventeen? Well, no, what, or maybe not because they might have. To what about them. what about um, the fact that you know. Pittsburgh could lose at Cincinnati. They've lost there before. They could. And look, and I, and I give the Bengals some credit for going on the road and winning this game today yeah. in Denver. Now they're four and six. Like they're not out. It's wild. And that's why, Will, the question you asked before was so interesting and provoking because four and six, you're not dead. And like, like we buried the Redskins who were four and six because the NFC is so tough. Four yeah. and six in the AFC, you got, you have life. You got a ton of life. If you're the Chargers, if you're the Chargers, you're, you're like the three seed, the four seed's not off the table. Are yet. the Raiders? Are the Raiders? Still, the Raiders are still alive. Though. I just think yeah. they stink. Who's dead in the AFC? The <laughs> Cleveland, the uh, Browns, the Jets, and the Broncos. The Jets dead? And the I would, Colts. I would say the Dolphins are dead. The Broncos are dead. The Jets are dead. I mean, look, the the I mean, the Dolphins are dead because the Dolphins are terrible. But the Dolphins are the number eight seed in in Miami in, in the AFC. I, I, the Miami Hurricanes might be the Miami Dolphins. I'm being facetious, but the Dolphins are are are, are the Hurricanes. Awful. Like, man, they were down fourteen late against Virginia. It stormed back, and they won by sixteen, and almost covered. Yeah, almost covered. Um, was there anything else you wanted to cover besides that New England stuff or the Raiders stuff? I think I'm good. I'm good. Pete, you good? I'm good. Everybody's good. I'm good. All right, well, look, I got, look, actually, guys, I have three or four more topics I wanted to get to before you guys eat and go to sleep. So, nope. um, go have at it. First off, what do you think the future of, um, <laughs> agroeconomics will be? Yeah, I'm a huge fan of agroeconomics. <laughs> um, I think agroeconomics thank you everybody for listening. As always, subscribe to iTunes. We'll hash out our schedule, but you should anticipate a Monday podcast. Or no, I'm sorry, not Monday, a, a uh, Tuesday or Wednesday podcast previewing the Thanksgiving games, and then we'll circle back with you. We'll make our p- picks for week 11 uh, at Prisco CBS, at Acostas, at Will Brinson, at Jason Lockenfora. For all of those fine gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Pick 6 Podcast.